Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Inspirational Chronicles. And this week, I bring you something a little different. It is an episode where it's just me. I like to do it once in a while. And I will be talking about life transitions and how society defines success today. So I hit you with some facts and, of course, some anecdotal experience of what I've been through in my life. And hopefully you can relate. So I won't delay. We'll jump right into it. But before that, please, I remind you, if you like the episodes, please start to share them with your friends, share them with whoever you think might gain some value from listening to this podcast. I am now available not only on SoundCloud, but also on Stitcher. It's a really cool app. If you haven't heard of it, you could just download or stream any episode of not just my podcast, but pretty much any podcast available out there. So if you have Stitcher, I am now on Stitcher and coming soon on iTunes. Please share this episode with your friends on Facebook, on whatever social media. And as always, thank you for listening. Today, I wanted to talk about two things. How society today defines success and the transition periods that we go through in our lives as we get older. And there's a reason for that. But I wanted to start with a business insider survey that surveyed 2000 people on what they define success as. And I was pretty surprised at the results. 90% of Americans believe that success is actually defined by happiness, more so than money, power and fame. Only 20% define success by monetary wealth. Which is pretty surprising because I think I thought it'd be more lopsided or at least a little bigger toward money. But I was wrong. And I feel like according to this article you can find on Business Insider, it's called uh, This is How Americans Define Success. If you just Google that, you'll find it. But anyways, according to this article, it seems that people have shifted from monetary wealth to realizing that success is more about, and I'm quoting the survey, number one, loving what you do attaining personal goals, and having good relationships. A lot of people found that a lot more valuable in defining success. So taking into account these results, it seems that people really are becoming more conscious of what's really important in life. And I can no longer sit here and tell you, oh, most people value this, most people value that. But there are barriers to this. And we see it every day in our lives. Number one being... You know, the social media and not just social media, all types of media that constantly either advertise indirectly or directly the possession of material things. So when I say indirectly, you know, now there's YouTube stars, um, Instagram stars, Facebook, any like social media stars that portray a certain lifestyle. And a lot of times without telling you might even review a product and they're getting paid to review that product or they just they just advertise a certain lifestyle and we see that and we're like it's inadvertent for us to think man why can't I have that I do it all the time I know a lot of people do like I'm sure you do at some point maybe you don't if you don't man congratulations on being woke but social media Facebook Instagram YouTube portrays this freaking lifestyle to us and it's hard not to want it. So while we define success as attaining personal goals, having good relationships and loving what you do for a living, 
every single day we're bombarded by these images of things we might desire to have and a lot of them are material whether it be you know extravagant extravagant vacations a dress a car some clothes a suit a watch like just a whole bunch of crap that at the end of the day like when it really boils down like you don't need and but you have to kind of get there to realize that and if you really think about let's say another huge hurricane hits new york and you have to evacuate you know uh your house your apartment at that point if you just imagine that scenario what are you going to take with you are you going to be worried about like your most prized watch or your most prized dress or outfit or suit or shoes or are you going to be worried about your family and where you're going to live and your closest friends and if they're going to be okay you know like that's good relationships that's one of the things that people value but we we lose sight of that and the other thing that I want to get to, get into is is the fact that even though you know loving what you do for a living is up there in the survey especially in New York Everyone defines another person by what they do for a living. Like, I know for anyone who's ever attended a networking event, the first question you usually ask somebody is, what do you do? Not even in a networking event. At a bar, when you just meet somebody and you want to start a conversation, like, it could be in an elevator, and you usually ask, what do you do? It's cool. I get it. I've, I do it all the time. But... That doesn't define the person. And so I know that it may be harder to think of another topic. But the point being is all of us now are just defined by our jobs. Like what we do says everything you need to know about the person. And I get the fact that it says a lot. But there's so much more to that. And there's so much more to a person that's trying to do something out of the box and different and might not have their dream job yet. But they're on their way. And of course, I speak with a with a bias because I find myself in that position. Like, unfortunately, like I could just say I'm an engineer and, you know, that sounds good on paper. And like, I don't I don't care. Like, I know that sounds good to other people, but I know deep down it's not what I want to do. So it doesn't mean anything to me for uh, to say that I'm an engineer. You know, like it's yeah, listen, it's great. You know, I, I earned that. No one could ever take that away from me. I still value the fact that I put in work for it. But from a prestige standpoint, like, I don't care, you know, um, because it's 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 not something that I'm going to glow about because it's not my passion. You know, this podcast is my passion. Public speaking is my passion. And so that's what I want to make it in. And when I get there, I'm still not going to gloat about it. Like, but I'm going to be much more proud that I achieved my passion and I am doing what I love for a living. So I know friends they feel bad about themselves because they're going through a transition period. And I've, I've, and you know what? Let me not even say friends. I've felt bad about myself because I'm going through a transition period. You know, because if at any point you're unemployed, which I have been, I think like three times now since, you know, I started working at age 22 full time, like full time career. Like I started working at age 15, but those were like little jobs, you know, that you get to pay through school. Point being is the fact that. We are now defined by our jobs. And if you don't have one, it's like you're a bum or you're not or you're not as good as the next person, you know, who has a job. It's it's crazy. But that that brings me to the transition periods in life where 
like I, I've been doing engineering now for almost seven years and I recently got a new job in engineering um, because I was a contractor before long story short my contract ended in like June and like the end of June and I haven't I didn't work July and August so I was like unemployed and what I did was I focused on this podcast and been releasing weekly uh, and I try to do some other things you know I did I, work, I did work on myself but I know that at any point if people ask me oh what do you do for a living you know I, I could say I'm an engineer but they're like oh what company and I'm like I'm not I'm you know looking and I know like I don't care but I know people personally that do care that are currently unemployed and if they don't have a job they feel like they're they're not worth anything and what I say to that is if you don't have a job but you're working toward your passion then forget anything that society expects of you. I know you got to pay the bills, man. I've, I've, I can speak from that personally. Like the bills came, they add up and, and, you know, they come down on you hard if you don't pay them. But if you're working towards something, like just keep going. Because that's like I've seen, I've watched so much content. Like I, I do, I watch a lot of, not just watch, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of uh, YouTube YouTubers, YouTube videos that I like uh, on my way to work, on the in the gym, on my way to work. Whenever I can play something, like I'm doing something else, whether I'm cleaning, or I'm riding my bike, or I'm working out. If I can listen to something, I'm like 90% of the time listening to something because I just love learning and from other people. And I swear to God, the one thing that I've learned from listening to a variety of different people, whether it be public speakers whether it be like moto bloggers, I recently got into motorcycles, so that's what I meant by moto bloggers. Like anybody, YouTubers, anybody who's ever like made money from YouTube or from any type of social media, the one message that every single person has in common is they say, keep going, like keep putting out content, keep working on whatever it is that you keep that you're doing. Because it's not going to happen overnight. And it is really hard. And I think that's what separates everyone. It's the fact that when it doesn't seem like it's going to work out, when you feel like you're wasting your time, and when you feel like you're getting nowhere because of so much effort and work that you're putting put into it so far that it feels like, man, you should just quit and try something else. Like 90% of people quit at that point, which is like justifiable because it's like, man, I'm putting so much effort into this and it's not working out i should try something else like it's just not working out and i think at that point 90 percent of people quit and it's like that 10 percent that don't quit those are the ones that make it those are the ones that eventually get a big break and it didn't it like people think oh the big break happens overnight but it's kind of like an analogy i've heard once of um a bamboo tree but certain species of bamboo tree it takes three years of just watering the seed, three years of it being in the ground before it starts to grow. Imagine that, three years for a plant for you to any see any results. And then after three years, the plant could grow, the bamboo tree could grow as fast as three feet in a 24-hour period. That's ridiculous. That's a rate of four centimeters per hour. That means that if you just looked at it for an hour, you can actually see it grow four centimeters, 1.5 inches. That's freaking insane for any plant. 
But it took three years of being underground for it to ever come out and see some results. And that's the perfect analogy to how goals may occur in life, where it's like you might see somebody and think, oh, man, they're an overnight success or, oh, man, they got this huge break. But what you didn't see is the five to 10 years that they put in where no one knew who the hell they were. No one had any idea. And they were sitting in their basement like I am right now. And I hope to be telling this story from a much bigger platform one day. But they were sitting in their basement just working. It's freaking Saturday night at 930. And I was going to go out. But I was like, nah, let me do this podcast first. And then maybe I'll go out. And I probably won't because I'm tired as hell and I'm getting old. But that's besides the point. The second thing I wanted to talk about was transition periods. And that's where I'm at right now where it's like, all right, I got this engineering job. But I'm at a point where I'm trying to figure out what it is that I really want in my life. And where to compromise and where to be responsible. And it's easy for to tackle the obvious things like my finances. I've spent the last seven years since I started working as an engineer kind of just spending everything that I made and I haven't really saved much and I'm almost 30 years old. I'm like four or five months away from turning 30, which is freaking depressing. It's like the death of my 20s and the death of my youth. (laughs) And I know people who are older must hate me for saying that, but that's how it feels. And I feel like I'm turning 30 and I don't have anything to show for it. And so that that's led me to a very, you know, minor, low energy. I don't even want to say depression because that's a very strong word. But, you know, just kind of down down period for the past few weeks where it's like, damn, man, I'm almost 30 and like, I don't feel like I've done anything, right? I just feel like we go through cycles. So that's what I mean by transition periods. There's so many ways to look at it differently. And trust me, I know it's hard because I'm trying to look at it differently. But when I, when I look at it from a different perspective and that one being a new opportunity Like, I'm growing. So, inevitably, what was important to me back in my 20s is not going to be important to me in my 30s. And other things are going to rise to the surface. And what I mean by that, specifically, is, like, now i got to think about, like, where do I really want to live in terms of, you know, perhaps buying some property at some point, uh, maybe having a family one day, and real and and defining if I want to continue the entrepreneurial route and continue taking risks and continue to like really chase my dream of being this public speaker or if I just settle down maybe find a job maybe not necessarily in engineering but some other corporate job that I do like you know maybe there's something out there that I like and I just work for a company and and climb the corporate ladder and make my money in something that I like, and it doesn't have to be like this big company. Maybe it could be a startup that'll be more rewarding, and I could talk to people. And at that point where I'm, I've reached a crossroads, and I kind of have to decide which path I want to take and what's really important to me. 
and mitigating my risks. And again, for the past seven years, because, you know, I've been mostly single, I have no kids. I just been taking risks like I don't care. I don't have anyone to respond to. But now I got to think about, hey, if I want to take the next step, you know, if I want to get married, if I want to have a family, I have to settle down in terms of like not giving up on my dream, but mitigating risks and deciding where I want to go and start building a foundation of like, okay, you know, buy some property, cut out all the unnecessary expenses, you know, forget like I've been I've wanted an M3 for a while. Man, like honestly right now I couldn't give I couldn't give two craps about getting an M3 like because now I've realized how invaluable material possessions are. Like it, it there's no reason for me to get this super expensive car. Like zero reason. Zero. Like if I if I could afford it, if I was throwing money around, then I'd get it cuz I really like the car. But I'm not at that point. So and I could afford it, but like it would be literally burning my money if I bought an M3. You know, like I could make the payments, but I'd literally be throwing money away for something that only is only going to bring me temporary happiness. Because if you think of anything, like and I and I challenge you to do this right now. If you think of anything material that you've always wanted, whether it be an iPhone, a watch, uh, some fancy freaking suit. Or uh, some fancy dress, some fancy boots, whatever. Think about just one thing that you really, really wanted and that you eventually got. And how long were you happy? A day? A week? A month? Until you got over it. Right? Because those things don't feed your soul. Like, you're iPhone and think about or your phone think about how happy you were when you got it and think about it right now you're probably not as happy because it doesn't matter and that's how I feel about the M3 it just doesn't matter like it would set my driver to look cool I'd look cool driving down the street who cares no one cares so it's really like going back to you know having a successful relationships doing what you love for a living Attaining your personal goals. Those are the things that really make you successful and happy. And you got to remember, like, for me, the biggest thing that's made me happy is giving back to other people. Whether it be just helping somebody on their LinkedIn like I did today for like 15 minutes or having a conversation with a perfect stranger and saying, hey, man, it was really nice to meet you. Like those Man, I freaking love that stuff. Like I went today. um, I've been doing some work on the side. I inspected. um, I've been doing house inspections for like structural integrity. And I met this really nice lady today, like in her 50s. And, you know, she had her her house destroyed by Sandy. And now it's been it's been rebuilt and it looks beautiful. Um, And, you know, she was just telling me, like, you know, I used to work for Cablevision. I've, I've been a Long Islander all my life. You know, I love Long Island, so we were talking about the different towns, and uh, and she's she's looking for work right now for, cause she left Cablevision, she didn't want to work there anymore, and she, and it's been a year, then you know she's still looking for work, and uh, and then she asked me, she's like, oh, do you do you like what you do? And I was like, not really, 
And I, and, and now you guys know that because it, it's not my passion. So point being is, like, just keep yourself in check. That's what I would say. Keep yourself in check because you're going to get lost. You're going to look, you're going to, like, I do it because I speak from experience. Like, I'm not, I'm not speaking to you from somebody that's at a freaking, on a pedestal and, like, looking down at you and giving you advice. Not nah, fuck that, man. If you're listening to this, we're at the same level. Like, and I, and I appreciate you listening. But my advice is just keep yourself in check because you're going to get lost in the everyday things. You're going to get lost when you look at your Facebook, when you look at your Instagram, and when you see people having things that you want. And at that point, when you see that, you're like, man, I want that. And you get lost and you lose sight of who you are for just that split second or a few seconds or a few minutes. And then like you're miserable, right? Just check yourself and realize that, first of all, you're an individual doing your own thing and you're chasing your own dream. You're chasing your own goal. And it doesn't matter if you're unemployed right now and and don't have all the money in the world and you got freaking mad loans, whether it be from school or credit card debt or whatever, and things aren't going well. Fuck, man, it's hard to find a job. Man, I've been through all that and enjoy the moment. Like try to find something positive if you're at that point. And if you're if you're listening to this and you're freaking sky high, freaking enjoy that, too. If it's going well for you, you know, like if you got your shit in in order and you're uh, you love what you do and you're saving for a house. And you're being super responsible because you thought about the future, unlike Emilio. Enjoy that shit, too. You know, pat yourself on the back. Keep doing what you're doing. Like, man, I, I admire those people. And the name of the game, no matter where you are, whether you're at your lowest or your highest, is giving back to people, like making a difference and improving yourself. And that's not necessarily in order. You can do, you can improve yourself first. Because when you help yourself, that's not selfish. You're making yourself better so that you can help other people. That's another thing. Like, I've seen, I've seen people like, oh, I saw somebody post recently. I would rather be selfless and not work on myself than selfish. Or have people see me as selfish. And I'm like, that's not selfish. You working on yourself, you improving yourself. That makes everyone around you better, especially if if you do it from a soulful, grounded place. Like if you're reading, if you're if you tell your friend, hey, bro or hey, Brody, I like to say it, I can't go out tonight because I got to read this book. He's not going to be mad. And if he is, honestly, that's his problem. If you call if your girlfriend's, you know, calling out, calling you out to go out and you're like, nah, I can't. I got to study for this exam, for this certificate, for you know, for whatever, I got to read this book. If they get upset at you, that's on them. But that's not being selfish. That's you working on yourself to make you better. And when people see that, you make them better because they're like, oh, shit, I, he's he's on his grind. She's on his grind. She's on her grind. Maybe I should start doing something, too. That's what you do. Like when you raise yourself without just, you know, in a humble way, don't be a jerk about it but when you raise yourself and people see that they start to raise their level too 
you liberate others by letting your own light shine. And I freaking love that quote. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. Thanks a lot for listening, guys.